I know when Knowing. something bad's going to happen. My gut tells me something bad's going to happen all the time. See, there's something <laughs> bad happened right there. I mean, and there my it gut, is. My gut just for this episode. <laughs> God damn it, Matt. <laughs> Early Monday morning, if you guys are getting this first thing, it's going to be episode 11, and this week we're going to be talking about the sixth sense, a little ESP possibly. Extrasensory perception. There you go. Now, in case you didn't know what ESP stands for, now you know, courtesy of Ashley. A lot of people probably don't. What is it again? Are you being an ass? No, no, say it again. (laughs) Because you said it. Extrasensory perception. Extra. Extra. <laughs> Say it again. Extra sensory perception. I was just seeing if I could get you to stumble a little bit. That's all. Plus, you were also That's you. far back from the mic. I'm not. It's right in my you face. Were, you were. You were so scared of it. But <laughs> that's what we're talking about this time since Ashley is a medium. Uh, yep. That's what I do. We're going to talk to her and find out some of the things that she does and talk about a little bit. Find out what we all might be able to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody might have a little something, something that they have. Right? Yes. Right. <laughs> we'll see. Yes, Matt. I'm trying. I'm trying to get you to. I'm shooting my finger yeah. guns at you. All right. <laughs> The finger guns. Well, we're in the studio. <laughs> Obviously, you hear Ashley shooting her finger guns. Spencer's here. Ted's with us doing all the stuff that Ted does as we go into this episode 11. But before we do so, I got another news for you. Oh, boy. I don't know how spectacular this one is. It's interesting. But it's not extraordinary. So you're giving us Ashley news? This might be classified. That's giving us Ashley news. This might be a little Ashley news. But it's just like, I will see. <laughs> it is naked man found doing jumping jacks in a McDonald's restroom. In that is some bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to yell at you every episode for your bullshit articles when you won't take my articles about the pyramids or alien sightings or... But anything that's like that. News, that's informative. Yeah. And the, dude, and, mm. dude, the one the one that you had about the pyramid. And a naked man. The one that you had about. That is news. The one that you had about. Okay. Would you. The pyramid was that they did a study that the pyramid might store energy. The end. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. There was more to it. But anyway. That, they, that some students got together and they made. And this sp- guy is doing jumping jacks and McDonald's. Yes. This is news. The end. <laughs> so what about the news article I found about Snoop Dogg turning 40, which was like 180 years in dog years? See, people, this is why I save you. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is 180 <laughs> years in dog years. That's the news that she wants to go with. And Matt's talking about a man doing jumping jacks at McDonald's. Yeah. A Nashville man was trying to get his exercise naked, in. Naked. 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 <laughs> a Nashville man was trying to get his exercise in and the police weren't loving it. I was going to leave you hanging because. Yeah, I, you always yep. do. <laughs> Brody. He's leaving it hanging. Yeah, but I heard it wasn't spectacular oh, yeah that's true. he wasn't really hanging it was more like put a piece of gum on it if you were trying to cover it up see the only reason he knows this is because he's the one that discovered the news story no no yeah i covered the news story you covered it, was... it yeah you went there and re- no i didn't report it. it no 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 Covered. So Brody Tyler Young, age 25 years old, was found doing jumping jacks at a McDonald's naked in the McDonald's restroom. According to court records, he was charged with criminal trespassing, public indecency, and public intoxication. He had to burn off all the uh, Big Macs. Good Lord. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But basically, the employees employees said that he went... Uh, into the women's restroom 
Was he dressed when he went in? What a creep. I don't know if he was dressed. That I, we don't know. Hmm. But I I mean they said when he was doing jumping jacks it wasn't flopping around. So <laughs> I don't know. Like a corn cob corn cob pipe and a button not a nose, but <laughs> there you go. So he locked himself into the woman's restroom for most of the day. Officers had to make contact. They finally were able to unlock the door and they found him in the ladies' restroom naked while doing jumping jacks. I can't believe we're talking about this. I want to know what re- what uh, restaurant has locks in their bathrooms. Well, it's girls, think- so. I've never seen a restaurant that has locks on From the inside, I think so. Especially if it's a single stall. I don't know. Like it's just, I don't know. Most of the locks around here are busted off. Yeah. Or just little holes left. Yeah. Oh my God. That's all you get. But those holes are a whole nother, the holes in the stalls in the bathroom are for a whole nother thing. And that's not. Yeah. So. My God. (laughs) Oh my God. But, um. So he was doing jumping. What would you do? You, you're you're there now. Like you're, right now, you're hungry, and you go to McDonald's. Not my first you're, choice. You're getting a Big Mac with all the toppings. Okay. And decide before you go into the Big Mac, you're gonna go in and pinch a loaf in the bathroom. Could you be more crude? <laughs> what? Her, could they go have a case of the Hershey squirts in the bathroom? <laughs> and. You finally make it in there, and there's just some guy getting his exercise in, butt naked, in the girls' restroom. I mean, what would you do? Excuse me, sir. I got to, I got to drop a loaf. Get out. I, I'd probably forget about the need to poop. And so that'd be it, huh? No more poops. Tell the. I mean, what if you had to go though? I mean, like, what are we talking about? I'd open Code up. brown. I'd go in the. We men's. have an emergency, huh? I'd go in the men's. What if there's a guy's already in there? Like Would you take it. a dump with him in the restroom doing? No, he's clearly a freak, or way too drunk to. So if it's not either take, it's code brown. It's either take a shit in the bathroom. Oh my god! Or shit your pants. It's about to be the brown zone. Yeah. So what are we doing? I, I, there's no. Shit I your just pants. Would, I would go in the men's. No, it's locked. There's somebody <laughs> in there because they've ate McDonald's food already, and now they've got the, the dumps. So, you've got two choices. Go. Around him to the bathroom or shit your pants because it's coming. I mean, you got a turtle head of poking oh and there's no stopping. Oh, no, no. I mean, the countdown is there. I'd say, dude, you got to move. I got important business to take care of. I'd probably kick him out the door. Yeah. I mean, I'm taking a dump. I don't care who's in here. What's going on? That's just me. Oh, my God, Matt. But they did notice, the police did notice that, what was his name, Brody, when they got close to him, he smelled of chemical fumes. So therefore they believe that he was huffing. So he might have been high in the girl's bathroom doing naked jumping jacks. There's no better place than McDonald's. Not to do jumping jacks. That's it. That's the yeah. best place. Yep. Naked jumping Naked. jacks. <laughs> How freeing is that? You know, just let it all hang out and just let it, you know. Well, I mean, he For wasn't. For a female, uh, that would hurt. Why? It hurts when these babies aren't oh, the held in place. Yeah. The breasts would be swinging all around the place, give you black eyes. Pop, pop. One in each eye. Pop, 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 pop. That's where that song comes from. <laughs> no. Yep. Black eyes for doing jumping jacks naked in the McDonald's restaurant. I'm done. I'm leaving. Well, there you go. Good luck doing this episode <laughs> without me. <laughs> that was the news article. All right. So we know that Hannah has been out on assignment. And we, for those that's been concerned and out looking for her. She did we, get lost on her way. She did. She well, A couple times. Hannah's always turn. lost. <laughs> She's always lost and taking wrong turns. <laughs> She tried to send us directions one time. <laughs> we were gonna we were gonna go to a pub and she told us about the place that she wanted to go to. I'm like, all right, well, sounds good. So we'll meet you there, type thing. So I get on the GPS and start looking for it, and it's a pub in the UK. 
and my my GPS said it's like four thousand some miles away, and I'm like, it's gonna take me a while to get there. I'm gonna have to get a boat and a plane and you know all this kind of stuff. And she goes, oh, I didn't even know. I'm like, if you're gonna go out to eat, let's try to find something in our country at least. But so those that those that form the uh, the search parties and stuff, uh, we found out that. She did look into the blood doning, but however, she told us that when they, it was blood doning, not blood boner. It was a blood donor. So that was definitely not what she was looking at. She said that was completely something way off what she was going with. But I guess she's in Mexico and she's thumbing a ride, hitchhiking back from Mexico. So she should be here next week with us. And she said that at least she did find something out on Chupacabras that she could talk to us about. So I'm waiting to hear a little bit about that. Well, actually, I'm waiting to hear about all of it, all of this month's worth of shenanigans of Bigfoot, vampires, blood boners and Chupacabras. Chupacabras. Yeah, we just have little tiny bits and pieces. Yeah, she needs to get here. She's to put been it all so hard to reach, but she should be back. Next week, Ashley, Matt, ESP. Since you're a medium, perception. I'm just kidding. I had to do it again. (laughs) Since you're a medium, I am a medium. Medium. (laughs) What do you think? You think all people have are capable of some degree of little ESP? I'm a pretty firm believer that everyone, to some degree, is capable. I Mm -hmm. I agree, because I I personally think that like you're what people would say your gut instinct or mm-hmm. those gut feelings is your strongest form of yes. ESP that most people and are able to And if you think about it, who, who, who do you know that it has these most experiences? Kids, right? Mm. Kids have a ton of experiences. Yeah. And I like to explain it. I mean, what happens as we get older? We're told, oh, your imaginary friend. They said, what? No, this isn't real. And you're told that this is fake. It's not acceptable in today's society. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. People block it out. accidentally learn to block that off. And there you have it. Deja vu. Deja vu. Yes, dear God. I, I'm working on that one. I think deja vu has a lot to it. Because I have deja mm-hmm. vu quite a bit. I have it at least once a day, usually. So... A medium. Yes. A medium is a person who acts as a middleman to pass on messages from deceased people or loved ones. Same thing as a psychic? No, there's a difference. Um, So for mediums, information comes in different ways from different people. They'll sometimes come across as visual images, uh, like pictures in the mind, sometimes symbols, sometimes able to see actual manifestation of a spirit. Like if I was doing a reading for you. It's only happened to me twice. Twice I've seen an actual being behind you with my own eyes. Not me personally. Not you. No. Right, right. But and sometimes more commonly it happens as like a telepathic communication with spirit. That's the best way to explain it. So basically just like something pops into your it mind. It pops into my head. I relay the information. Sometimes I can ask a question and get an answer. Right. Kind of just flawless unspoken conversation what about the people that kind of use cold reading tactics fakes yeah to a sense and and, i mean i don't know how would you i don't know how they do it (laughs) no no i right no no no. i'm not saying that how would you be able to differentiate differentiate yourself like if some people's just using cold reading tactics on somebody to say, oh, well, you're here because you want something. Right. Oh. You're here because you need Vagueness something. doesn't fly. Right. So a lot what of are the... things as a medium, if someone wants to go to a medium, how do they know that they're not going to get into a situation to where... They're... You're looking for specifics. A lot of times I'll explain what somebody looks like. Um, sometimes I have... Sometimes... Rarely. I have a full name. I usually have the beginning of the name. Uh, I can usually describe pictures, either physical pictures that were actually taken that mean something to them. That's a lot what comes across. 
Um, let me think. I don't know. Just descriptive stuff. Sometimes I have, I always start with, I call them random identification words. And sometimes it's something that means something to them. It usually means absolute, absolutely nothing to me. Hot dogs has brought one of my clients to tears. Like, long story. Well, sure. I mean, I mean is there now? a way that you can, uh, without getting in great, great three hours worth of detail, <laughs> but I mean, like, why was hot dogs that meant nothing to you so, important for them? It was her brother that passed. She was pregnant at the time, and he always joked that he was that it was a boy, and he always said, it's a hot dog, it's a hot dog, it's a hot dog. I mean, it was like a running joke. Mm-hmm. He passed away, and I said that, and she just started bawling because she was wondering if he knew and if he was seeing what was happening with her family, and it did happen to be a boy. Well, there you go. So then basically, they're, they're, I mean, that's something that you provided – evidence for the lack of a better Mm -hmm. term to her that what you're feeling or getting was him because why would you just say hot dog that meant something to yes yep exactly details so but mediums are more involved in afterlife yes psychics like if you call miss chloe (laughs) yes and try to get the lotto numbers she will tell you your future yeah so psychics more see (laughs) Into the future. Yes. Predicting, giving caution of upcoming events in a person's life. So now how do they do so that? Forth. I mean, what? So obviously with, with mediums, you're pulling on the spirit. Mm-hmm. With psychics and their crystal balls and, you know. <laughs> that's usually not a thing. That's not their thing? Not usually. If they are, they're probably fake. There you have it. You heard it here first. <laughs> I guess... Working with crystals. Yeah, because I know Hannah's on those crystals. Quartz crystals is used to open your crown chakra, which is your greater understanding, connection with the divine. So I guess the theory behind it is they see the future in it because it does connect you to that divinity, spiritual aspect. I don't know. And that's what causes... I work with crystals, but I don't have a crystal ball, (laughs) nor do I see things in it. So crystals, that's what causes you to dance naked in the moonlight, to charge your crystals. I'm just going to say yes to shut you up. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, well, that was a couple few episodes back. If you guys want to know about that one, you Go can back and listen. find out about Ashley and Hannah, Hannah's dancing in the moonlight naked while they charge their crystals under the full, was it the blood moon at the it time? It was the blood moon at the time, yes. And now the crystals are all charged up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> All right, so we, we talked about the psychic and their that, but like, isn't Miss Cleo? Wasn't she a clairvoyant? And they're like a what's what clairvoyant more... and psychic are very similar. So psychic and medium also will have some of these other abilities, which are more clearly defined using these words. So then, what would be what would be like a clairvoyant? Clairvoyant literally means clear vision. So it's experiencing psychic phenomena through visual outlets, say dreaming or daydreaming, um, prophetic in na- nature, images flashing across your mind, seeing light flashes of color, um, especially in a meditative state. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, You've seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. We yep. actually we actually did a, um, I guess that would be a clairvoyant exercise, yes. I guess for the lack of a better term, with another she was clairvoyant. Yes. And we went through like a meditative state to a sense. But then um, for the long and short of it, she actually told us that she's seen a color. Was it that she's seen a color? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were to think about it and whatever else. And basically then took a poll of, of what it was. To set the scene, we were in like a, it was a, a meetup for sensitives to learn to deal with our gifts and help tap into it and how to understand it and all that. I just went for so, the punching cookies, but well, it just sounds like and we finger were just sandwiches. hanging finger out. Sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> it sounded like we were just hanging out with this other person and we decided to guess colors. So no, but I mean, I, was it was, the I mean, scene. but there was several, right. <laughs> there was a lot of us. Right. Anyhow, <laughs> long story short, the color was blue. 
she had the same color. Ashley, I think we, we all knew that it was the same color blue. Yeah. So now you know. But uh, that's that when they, they talk about the colors. But they, you know, they talk about dreaming. Mm-hmm. So what it's not you, just regular dreams, right? No, no, no. What if you guys? I mean, has anybody? And I'm, I guess talking to even the the listeners, have you mm-hmm. ever seen something in your mind that has come true, or in your mind's eye thought of something and then it happens? And I guess that's kind of like all those things to, again, to relate back to the normal everyday person. Cause I mean, I've had things I've thought about that come true or that, you know, I thought about something and then the next day, boom, there it was Mm -hmm. those type of things. So I guess just for those listeners out there, that's one of those types of things posing those same questions to you that that's a form of that ESP. Which most people don't even realize. Everyone usually has an experience and it goes, oh, that was weird. Brush it off. Go on. So now I wonder if that deja vu would kind of fall under the clairvoyant. I'd probably say so. Because like, It's theorized. Right. Clairsentient. Clairsentient means clear feeling or clear sensing. It's the ability to feel present, past, or future emotional or physical states of others. Often experienced as a lot of gut feelings that turn out to be true or quick to perceive. Sometimes you're quick to pass judgment on somebody. You instantly know if that person's good or bad or you should talk to them or leave. You know, I say that all the time. And I think this, again, I'm still myself. I am learning mm-hmm. my, I don't want to say gift. I'm learning my ability yeah my ability i guess but from what i'm uh, i gather the most that i kind of fall into this clairsentient aspect of things because not only on, on investigations where we've been at and i've picked up on how someone feels at the time they've passed away yes um i do and i'm able to often very quickly look at somebody and then just immediately, and I say what it is, is I like sense their aura. Mm-hmm. If someone has a bad aura or a good aura, that's just how I'm explaining it to myself. Like I physically can't see it. Right. Some people do claim to see, see the, or the, the colors, colors of right. the auras. Yeah. And I guess the way I process it is that I don't necessarily see it my or my body sees it. Mm-hmm. And therefore I perceive i don't perceive the color but my mind sees it and it tells me hey this person's a pos or i mean and i can literally like i can just look at somebody Mm -hmm. and say i don't i don't like them Mm -hmm. and there's something about that person and and then if you spend five minutes and talk to them you're like well i know why because i mean you're just i mean it's just it's very uncanny i say it all the time that i just what I but what I use as my rationale is that, that I pick up on their aura. Yep, that's what I. Yeah, but yeah, it seems like I do that all the time. What else you got there? What else are there? So another one is clear audience. Clear audience is clear hearing. Uh, most commonly receiving messages about past, present, or future, and picking up on spiritual surroundings by actually hearing words, sounds, music, etc. So you can hear things that aren't actually there. Yeah. So. With the way today's society is, mm-hmm. especially if people are talking, say, oh, I hear voices. They're either possessed. Schizophrenic. Or crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we shut that right out right That's away. That's why people are so hospitals. scared to. Yes. So if you do hear voices in your head, it might not be. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> well, you could be crazy. <laughs> you could be possessed. Or you could be clear audience. And you know what? Going back to clairsentience real quick, the feeling, you talk about the gut feeling. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing, too. I mean, the things as far as gut feelings go. Yep. Growing up and going through my law enforcement career, that's like one of the things that me personally, I knew that there was one thing I always trust was was my gut. My gut's probably saved me numerous times or led me to the right direction that I needed to go into mm-hmm. any type of an investigation or now again, my gut feeling doesn't do anything as far as evidential in nature. Of course, it's not going to say, right. well, you had a gut feeling. So obviously, but I would use that just that 
inkling mm-hmm. that there's something up with this. I would dig into it more and it seemed like it would always lead me in the right direction. So speaking of that, my brother, who's actually in law enforcement, had an incident that, you know, it's kind of uh, interesting to talk about. Is it a story? It's a story. Story time with Uncle Matt. He was working, doing some traffic, ended up pulling a car over. I'll give you the abbreviated version to a sense. Approached the car, did its business, went back. And I don't know if he was going back to approach the car for the second time, either if it was to give a ticket or just to return a license with a warning. I don't know how that whole aspect of things went. But he said that there was just something that told him that he needed to go up on the passenger side of the car when he went back up there, Mm -hmm. you know, now there is some tactics that you do that at the very beginning, you know, whatnot, but just something told him that he needed to go back up to the, this is after the initial. So he didn't feel threatened by the no, No, he had already made the, the the approach and the original uh, contact with the person went back up on the, so he went back up to, you know, tell them that they're good to go on the passenger side. Which is usually opposite because sometimes, most of the time, if we're you know unsure about a car, you'll approach from the passenger side mm-hmm. and see what's going on and then finish up once you know there's no threat right. on the driver's side. Well, he kind of just did it opposite. But as he's there talking to the driver, a car comes along the highway and sideswipes the car where he would have been standing Man, if that was the case. He said, I don't know what it was. It was just a gut feeling. But It's a good thing he rolled with it. Yeah. Roll with your gut feelings, guys. Seriously. Sure. So that's definitely, the, you know, those gut feelings, like, it's never stared me wrong. I think that made him a believer then at yeah. that point in time as far mm-hmm. as just, now, what is that gut feeling? Is it, I've heard people say your gut feeling is God talking to you through, you know, you know to you if that's what, you know, you should do. Is it, you know, a, a clairsentience? Is it some sort of a psychic ability? Either way, extrasensory. It is. ESP. Covers that. That's right. It's not explained by the physical senses. It is paranormal. It's extraordinary. It is. <laughs> so we talked about Claire audience. Uh-huh. What else do we got? All right. So we got Claire cognizance. I'm cognizant of that. Is clear knowing. Mm-hmm. Like Feeling you just know something. Like you'll just know. I just know that. In this movie, the person behind the door is the killer. Um, yeah, just like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Say your phone starts ringing. Caller ID these days tips you off to who it is. Yeah. But before you pick it up you, or look at the phone, you you know who it is. What about, because this, this happens all the time. Uh-huh. What about two people trying to call each other at the same time? What? Always happens. Oh, yeah. I'm always trying to call someone when they're trying to call me. Mm-hmm. Or I go pick up the phone to call them and the phone rings and yep. it's them. Yes, absolutely. You know, you, before I get the dial, I'm about to. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. So what would that fall under? Declare cognizance? cognizance. Just knowing it's going to be happening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes knowing the question someone's about to ask before they ask it. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually, I've actually made people mad. Yes. With... <laughs> Uh, that, but then even, I've even made people mad with presence that way. Mm-hmm. I've known. You told me about that. Yeah, I've known what people were getting me gift wise. Without any clues. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And like off the wall, it's not like, oh, I got a tie for, no, it's not like that. It's like off the wall gifts or something that would not, would be very. Right. Handmade stuff out of the ordinary that. I was given, but I knew prior to, and I guess I just take all the fun out of gift giving. Yeah. <laughs> Man of few words. <laughs> yep. Good yep. job. Adding yep. that in there. Have you ever had, I mean, have you, do you, have you had any gut feelings, Spencer? I mean, I have just not like specific stories that we can go over here. I mean, you just notice them every now and again, like, most people, sometimes you brush it off. Sometimes you think about it, but yeah, I mean, most of the times just brush it off. Why are you brushing it off? It could be something. Do you have deja? Have you ever, if it, have you ever had deja vu? All the time, all the time. Yeah. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then you can also taste, isn't that right? Claire, this is little known in comparison to the other ones we've talked about. Claire Gustin's is clear taste. Yeah. Being able to taste something that is not actually in your mouth. God. I don't know what the benefit of that would be. Diet. Hello. A diet? Yeah. I'd be like, man, I'm really craving some chocolate cake. And all of a sudden you just <laughs> taste chocolate cake? Yeah. Fill that void. Uh, or that makes you want to have more. I don't know. I mean, what is Maybe. that going to help you? I mean, like. In reality, I think you'd pick up on things that you can't control. like Or like if, if that was your say, ability. Yeah. And so somebody is trying to come across to you and say, hey, you know, I was murdered and stuffed into a chimney. Ash, maybe. Ash. Or decomposing flesh all of a sudden just fills your mouth. Yeah, that would be terrible. What does it taste like? Or maybe, maybe they want to get across that their favorite meal was meatloaf. I don't know. I've been fed that hamburger mentioned. though before, so it was probably. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? No, I've been fed bad hamburger before. Uh, oh. That's a that's a long story. Yeah. Did you give your dad bad hamburger? No. Mom poisoned us. <gasps> Aww. <laughs> Ruined I lunch. did not it say lunch. anything. <laughs> Matt's like, does she listen, Matt? Probably not. <laughs> she ain't know where we're at. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so yeah, having a—I mean, that would just be—if like, that was your ability, it'd be weird. And someone's trying to, you know, ask you for help. You're gonna taste it. No. Yeah, that Next. wouldn't get you very far. Nope. That's why it's not very. So what are about. what are some other? So empathic, you, a lot of people have at least heard an empath, <laughs> right? An empath, but an imp- That's what I said. Empath. Empath. Are you making fun of Pixie? Huh? Pixie <laughs> used to pronounce it like that. Empath. 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 Anyway, empathic people usually fall under a clairsentient, clear feeling. They feel. Physical and emotional distress in living or past. Uh, but you can now. But someone that has an ability mm-hmm. of ESP could have more than one. Oh, yeah. Or all. I or... think I've had experiences in all of these. Maybe not Maybe not taste. That's questionable. Yeah, taste. That's. Still... But, yeah, I've got things I could tie into each of these. Do you know what I'm thinking right now? No. I say it's a, not a 75% mind chance it's about poop. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Hmm. I was trying lamenting. to telepathically send you something. You didn't pick up on it? No. Or right. nude jumping jacks. <laughs> Let's play a game, though. That's good. Let's do this. What's that? I'm going to do it to you. I-, I had blue Smurf pop into my mind, but <laughs> I-, I don't have no clue. <laughs> No. All right. I'm going to think it for the next couple minutes. Well, now you can't do that now because yeah. I'm right now my mind, a hundred thousand things are all rushing my mind. That's because he's thinking of something. He's thinking of something. <laughs> There's listeners out there that's thinking of something. Right, and hang now on. my mind's Let's like... take like a couple seconds and I'm just going to connect with you. Let's do it. You ready? Oh, you're giving me gas. What? <laughs> <laughs> my head's hurting already. Ready? All right. Now what? What are we doing? This is not good. Oh my God. She's just staring into your soul just I'm, for a minute. I'm eyeball looks like you... it's about to pop out of her head for a minute and her vein all of a sudden. I'm doing it on purpose. I'm giving you a word. Oh, this is getting intense. I don't know. I was going to say poop, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, shit. That, yeah. I, I need to get into a special Matt, place for that. Matt, you're fake. I'm just kidding. I was going to, I, yeah. I need to get into a special place. Yeah, he does. Right. All Telekinesis. Right. Ooh. You're Tell excited about, about this one. Yeah, these intrigue me. Tell me about it. Telekinesis, psychokinesis, pretty much the same thing. The ability to move physical objects using your mind. I wish I could do that. Matilda. Well, I really wish I could do that. I know. Me too. My house would be clean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you but, think, Matt? Well, I think it's a possibility. Yeah. Because we only use, what, 3% of our brains, they say, anyhow. But during our paranormal investigative yes. stuff, we I knew talk you were, about... See, I knew you were going to say that. I, I knew yep. that's where you were taking yep. me. I actually did not not have intentions of that until about a couple seconds ago. Right. When I when I thought of it, I was, <laughs> I was projecting uh-huh. it to you. So, yeah. see? God. I did it first. 
Anyhow, the flashlight. Sometimes we can have a flashlight in a paranormal investigation. And we've talked about it before. I think we, there's some videos out there of us doing it. But we'll ask spirits or anybody there, whatever's there to, to communicate with us through a flashlight. By and turning it. By turning it on. On or for off. Usually what we'll do is if you turn it on, it means yes. If you leave it off, it's, that's no. So if you ever want to, we'll ask yes and no questions. If the light comes on, it means it's a response to yes. Now... There's been studies out there that the flashlight is just a of a phenomenon of the lens that's inside the flashlight heating up and expanding and making contact and but for that to happen you have to heat the lens up first and you know all the things that we don't do basically right. we pull a flashlight <laughs> out of a bag out of a case case that's filled with foam in a dark cool yeah. Usually. Weatherproof case, yeah. But still, I mean, we're not heating anything up. Right. And basically, you you turn it on, and then you turn it off just until it goes off. So it's like set at a light pressure to be sensitive. Like, yeah, sensitive, sensitive. And <laughs> um, then we'll set it down. Nobody will touch it. Nobody will be around it. And sometimes it won't do anything. And we'll sometimes even set it up even before we start to ask questions. And then let's say a half hour, hour into an investigation or something, we'll say, oh, well, let's go try to do the flashlight that has been off the entire time. So with there's no heating of it. Of it. Yeah. With, you know, we usually always have it taped and uh, we'll ask, you know, hey, if you're here with us, I want you to go over to this device. Sometimes we'll call it a torch or whatever. You know, we'll try to describe it because it could have been an, a spirit that's not been you know knows what a flashlight is but anyhow if if you want to try to communicate with us or if you're here with us turn the light on sometimes then the light will pop on and then we're like all right great turn it off and you can see it struggling to turn it off but it turns it off and then you know we'll do these whole yes and no questions things with it now the thing for me is that i get the questions to respond intelligently and those are things that make me think, okay, this, there might be something right. to this flashlight. Right. Because it's not just random stuff. It's from history that we know that it, it does it. Or if it is, sometimes I'll go back and ask same questions or the same form of questions just in different ways. But the answer would still be the same. And they are. And you, so it's an, definitely an yep. intelligent type thing. Now, I have theorized if that is not a spirit that's doing that, to make it turn on and off when asked yes and no to the proper questions, is it a form of telekinesis that we're all sitting around wanting right, just this willing light it to happen to turn on? So, and if not, the brain power of one of us, all of us together, right, sitting there staring at it, hoping it'll come on. So, is it? Yeah. Is it spirits that are doing it? Is it us as a group wanting somehow for this to do it by itself using some sort of a form of telekinesis that we're not that we're not aware about? Still, paranormal, all I know is it does do its it does do its thing. Mm -hmm. It works. And it's it's really kind of crazy, but I still have always wondered if it is spirits and again it's it's intelligent and usually where the, the flashlight area takes place, we have other things also with other equipment that read off those as well. So it's not just the flashlight type thing, but right. that's just one of my ways to try to try to debunk the flashlight was, was telekinesis. What else you know? Intuition. Intuition. Tell me what your intuition is. Intuition is... Also sometimes referred to as your gut feeling. So you can see how all of these tie in together. Yeah. Uh, being able to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Instinct of understanding. Gut feelings, right or wrong. What have you. Now I want to ask you a question. Okay. Ask away. Why is it that almost everybody in some form or another believes in your gut feeling, your intuition... There's something to that. But I think maybe people believe in that 
because I think a lot of people have experienced right. But intuition. why do they brush off the more specific clairvoyant, clairsentient abilities? But intuition is just widely accepted. There's a freaking Forbes article titled "Intuition is the Highest Form of Intelligence." It's accepted. Well, I mean, because let's 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 be honest. If you tell people you have voices in your head, you're getting locked away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but if I say, hey, I got a gut feeling that this is something bad's going to happen. That's just a gut feeling. You can, I mean, it's just your, your body, your gut telling you something like that's some sort of a magical thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> I got but some, everyone knows that it's just an internal I know when knowing. something bad's going to happen. My gut tells me something bad's going to happen all the time. See, there's something <laughs> bad happened right there. I mean, there my gut, my gut just told, this episode. God damn my it, gut that. just told me, you know. <laughs> oh so, my lord! I don't know. I guess an example is, I mean, growing up, your elders tell you, you know, grandma, your dad, your mom, whatever, tell you, hey, always go with your gut. You know? Yeah, or trust your heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say it could be like a religious saying, you know, hey, God's telling, telling you. you to do this or whoever. Right, you but why in. is why is the other stuff not? Some people might That's what crazy. chaps my ass. Yeah. It's, I guess it's just the culture behind it. Because if you say you, people talk <laughs> yep. to you. Yep. Oh, I get weird looks all the time. I talk to dead people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it's that's, that's a good question. I mean, it, it doesn't know. I don't know if there's really. I, I think a lot of it is all the same. It's just I mean, what's socially acceptable, yeah. I guess, or not. And the way you term it. My... Because you can See, probably take the biggest intuition, skeptic. You can probably take the biggest skeptic out there who doesn't believe in clairvoyance and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But have you ever had a gut feeling? Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. It's just the way that's believed through. I mean, like I, you said, but intuition up or, is also a form part of clairsentience. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. Our listeners out there, if you uh. Want to, you know, explain to us <laughs> your beliefs behind it. Yeah. Explain to me. Ashley needs to understand. I just don't get it. Just accept so me. For being when weird. did you, Ashley, when did you originally start to think there might be something there? Oh, Lord. I've had experiences since from a, when I was little, but. And then, so how do you like develop it then? They, well, I'm not sure that I willingly tried. I'll you get it just it came through? It, it ate away at me until I accepted it. I quit jobs because I didn't want to ride the bus because I started picking up on something for a guy mm-hmm. and I was too chicken to tell him. So I quit a job in Cincinnati because I didn't want to ride the bus. I stopped going to the grocery store. Well, that's just probably a safe thing. <laughs> but. I quit going to the grocery store because I had an extreme anxiety because there were just so many people there. I picked up on a lot. I ended up over the years, pretty much just by the time my firstborn was born, I was pretty much a homebody. I didn't want to leave anxiety because I'd pick up on things of the people around me. And I don't know what happened. It's so weird. Tim lost his job. And that's when I explain it like a light switch just flipped. It was my time, I guess. I, something happened, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try to do a reading. Lo and behold, Hannah and her sister actually ended up being the very first reading I ever did. It was amazing. And I was like, yep, got to go from here. And then that's when I started working on honing in more and understanding more what was happening. Uh, meditating can help you build some of those abilities. Clearing the mind out. Clearing the mind. Connecting. And the biggest thing and is understanding my experience for what little bit I have, but it's always that first thing that pops in your mind. Yes, you absolutely. Go with when it, when... That was the hardest part to... And I still struggle with it sometimes. Right. And that's I'll be like, like, like why here, the fuck am I writing down hot dog? Well, <laughs> like when you were just telling me to try to think, I mean, all of a sudden my mind's not open to it. It seems, seems like, okay, and I'm just getting bombarded with, I see a whole bunch, a thousand different things. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said, I, I don't know if I was prepared for right. it. I got to get to a place to where 
I push everything yeah. out of my mind. And that's important. I usually start all of my readings with 10, 15 minutes of meditation beforehand. Right. To push, yeah. To, 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 to clear it out, focus it. To ground in. the mind. Yeah, to, ground right. the soul, ground the body. And then there was something. With, um, when I was looking into the, the clairsentience and other type of stuff, you know, like, well, I mean, people around me know that I, I like wind chimes. Mm-hmm. For some for some reason, I just I don't know. I don't, I'm drawn to wind chimes. I mean, I hear wind chimes. It's I don't know what it is, but don't get me started. I'll get into a whole past life <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh. Well, I just I just I mean, it, there's something about the resonating of the the chimes and something that uh-huh. works with the clairsentience that you know helps ground and all that kind of stuff. So I mean, once I started reading that and, and looking into it more. I seen where parts of my life where it just kind of fell into all yeah. these things make sense to me. Yeah. Oh man. What? No, I'm just I love it. She I love talking it. about this stuff. She loves it. Love it. I so mean it else? is what I do. Well then tell me tell me something. Tell me. What? So how would someone dis like if you want to talk about if they thought they had the ability, what are some things that those people could look for? Well, besides some of the things we talked about before and having some similar experiences. Like I said that I experienced a lot of people have anxiety uh, to the point that it affects your daily life. Um, Physical symptoms, a lot of sensitives, medium, psychics, good points, blah, blah, blah. Experience chronic pain. Hmm. Funny, right, Matt? Since we both have fibromyalgia. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we draw people to us that are similar unknowingly. Uh, we kind of sensitives draw other sensitives in to our friendship circle. Um, it makes us feel safe and comfortable, understood, grounded. Well, see, and that's kind of funny too because I know before I really kind of like bought into you know more of this. I mean, I knew I had my gut feeling. I knew I had deja vu. Those types of things. Mm-hmm. I met somebody, and she. I guess was, I don't know what form of being a sensitive she was yeah. or whatever, but you know, um, she met me and she goes, Hey, look, you know, she told me who she was and all that kind of, she goes, I see that you are like this. Yep. And she says, if you ever want to like, you know, learn this, that, you know, whatever else, I'll, I can help you through things or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, I just kind of like blew her off. Like, all right, this is this lady's batshit crazy. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> but I guess they say that, you know, other sensitives can see that there's yes. another person that has that same type yes. of thing. Yes, I've told several, not several, a couple clients the same thing. Hmm. But mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that happened years ago, years and years. That, that they just came up to me out of the blue and said, hey, look. And then do you remember we were talking when we first met yeah. at our old team member's house, right. when we met for the first time. Yeah, you, to- you told me that from day one. It was weird. It mm-hmm. was kind of like we already knew each other, and you know, we were like, whatever, this is going to be great. It's going to be work. It's going to work. Right. And here we are, what, five years later, something like that? Yeah. Four or five years Been later. A little bit, yeah. The so. other dude's gone, but here we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Another one yes. would be struggling to truly believe what comes to you is something, as you mentioned. The yeah. first thing that pops into your head, you're like, well, this is just bullshit. Why the hell did I think of that? Right. You got to kind of start to train yourself to notice. I struggle all the time. With when that happens. Yeah. Because I still I still don't. Trust yourself. Yeah. I know. I still don't sometimes. It's hard. It's a hard thing to get down. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no book on it. It's not like this is the right way to do it. I guess you just got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, what's what's the girl, um, the Long Island medium? Yes. You Teresa know? Caputo. Yeah. yeah. Shout She's out something. to her because, I mean, some of the stuff I see her do, I mean, if it's, if she's fake, then... She's got a lot of people She does a good job for her. <laughs> Right. Yeah. She does a really good job at it. Yep. But in, I mean, but if she does have that gift, which I did see an episode where I, I think for the for the lack of a better term, she kind of puts herself into a trance, not like a trance, like, you know, where you're 
speaking in tongues, mm-hmm. but she just mentally, maybe it's like where she clears her mind or how she clears state. her mind. Yeah, she, but I think she called it a trance. When she does that to prepare herself for a reading, they put her in an MRI and like oh, measure her brain it. when it, when she did it. And they were like, they were all shocked. Because I want to do it. Yeah, it, it, it did. It, it was completely doing things that shouldn't happen when they happen. And it was kind of crazy. Did you see the episode of Ghost Hunters? With the old guy, it was ghost ghost hunters. Okay, that they had the thermal imaging camera on him, and they were asking him questions. He was supposed to be telepathic, I think. Yeah, he was trying to read Jay's mind, and they had him sitting in a chair across from him, and they had the thermal imaging camera on him. And as he was thinking, picking up on on what Jay was thinking about, you saw the colors, like. The thermal imaging the camera picks up the temperature colors and it gets yeah. it gets yellow orange for heat and right. blue for cold. But you see the color colors like coming off of his head and like reaching out in front of him. It eventually goes and reaches the head of I think was it Jay? Jay's head. It reaches his head while the reading's happening and then it comes off and goes back into the guy's head. Not as yet. But see then now that's it's bizarre. Heat, though. Yeah, but is he is can heat also pick up auras? Would it be possible with that much? I mean, with what he was putting out, it takes think, a lot to do that. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't technically know what the thought behind the. That's one of the reasons I want to thermal. I want to do it too. I want to try. I want to see if I could do that. And I wish we got. I want to debunk it because I don't know that I fully believe that it wasn't doctored being on television. Well. We also had another member of the group, Matt. It was another Matt. Yes. And he was working Matt. on a... Uh, Skin elasticity. Yeah. Stuff more scientific than I really got or like understood. Like Ghostbusters status. Yeah. He was, really, yeah. He's in, he was really into the science stuff. And I wish I could get a hold of him to, to kind of explain this one. But, but he's but in Colorado. We're, yeah, some crazy stuff. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. That makes sense. But... Um, he basically put a device on the skin that was able to tell the conductivity of mm-hmm. what I don't ex- exactly know, but he was doing it with a lot of people. Basically, mm-hmm. everybody he could get, he was taking his base readings and trying to just basically get a fill of everybody. And you know, when he would put it on to their skin, you would get like a base reading of what normal was. Mm-hmm. But then people that were either sensitive or had some sort of a possible ESP ability or, or more sensitive to any of those had things. Had more that, paranormal experiences. There yeah. was way different than what everybody else's were. Mm-hmm. So, but nothing concrete. He might have on been onto one. something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He might have been working with something, but nothing that. Maybe we'll again, do a guest episode if we can get in touch with him. Yeah, that might work. That'd be interesting. But yeah. But so like, but like out of the people, me and Ashley, we had different, way different readings than what basically right. everybody else there. on the team did. Right. So I don't exactly what that was. means. Yeah. Again, I don't know, but I mean, I knew at that time. He talked a lot of words and, you know, I just didn't understand what he was saying. He liked it. He, <laughs> he liked the readings that he was getting. Yeah. The information and data that he was collecting, data points, data points, what he was collecting, he liked. Uh-huh. I don't know, but he said it was something awesome. So we'll leave it at that. There you go. Good <laughs> now story. We, now that we <laughs> cleaned all that up. So let's see. Where else? Where can we go? So how when when you receive messages, how do you, you receive your messages, you said? I honestly feel like I get some of almost every category that we've talked about. I get a lot of visual Sometimes I see like a photograph in my mind. It'll come across and I can explain it. Sometimes it's a memory. Sometimes it's an actual picture of what the person looked like. Sometimes I get what I feel to be the person actually appearing in my mind, not as a picture, but the thought of the thought of the person. Right. right. That's why sometimes I just get face. Sometimes I get height. Sometimes. If it's height, that's for descriptive purposes to help them understand or decipher who I'm talking about. Uh, let me see. Sometimes I, I call it hearing, I quotation hearing, because I don't actually 
audibly hear it. That's more like the telepathic communication that happens mm-hmm. in my mind. I pick up on the words. I tell them, tell them what's being said. Sometimes you don't I hear ask, it, but you just think that the word just pops in. It your pops mind. into my mind. Yeah, and I call it hearing. Reason. Yeah, right. it's. I got you. It's just right. the first. Like if you're completely wiped out your mind. As it goes mind, on, yeah. The first thing it pops in, and you just go with it. Yeah, and then as it goes on, if once I'm once I. Once we determine who's coming through the strongest and they're getting to their point of why they're reaching out, what they want the, per- the person to know. I mean, sometimes I can even pick up on their personality, if they were funny. Sometimes I can tell that they're joking with me. I can tell that they're laughing at something that's happening. It's weird. It, it gets really weird. By the end of readings, I feel like I know the person pretty well. Uh, the person that That has passed, passed. away, yeah. And a lot of times that's how they know that what I'm saying is legit because I'll throw something at them that is a joke that their well, loved one would have said. And they'd be like, she totally would have said that. Like Only they would know. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And it's, that's super weird. I still get creeped out. Feeling um, when I'm determining usually cause of death or something else traumatic that happened, I usually do get physical pain in that area of my body we talked about in our personal experiences the feeling of burning Mm -hmm. with the girl who died of scarlet fever yeah um a lot of times my lungs will hurt it'll be hard to breathe if it was lung cancer i had a gunshot victim and i felt pain in my side and i could tell by the pain that it was like a a wound of some kind that was put there not just natural causes Things like that. We've actually had members on the team do the same thing with that. Like if we're doing an investigation, mm-hmm. they'll end up having sharp yeah. chest pains mm-hmm. or sharp, you know, those type of things. Yep. Spencer's had that couple. Yes. I also yeah. think it's important to mention since you're sensitive and Spencer's had some experiences that it's very, very common. Well, even Connor at that point. That, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, everybody. It's very, right. very common to be passed down right. in the family, especially if it's stronger. I mean, I say that thinking everybody is to some extent, but. Well, it was one of our last, one of our last um, investigations we were doing. It was at a cabin. Spencer, you had like chest slash, slash, like a shoulder pain. Yeah, it was like. I mean, at first it's like in the chest, and then like started like in the upper collarbone. Yeah, it was undescribable. It was just a very sharp, large but like a pain. sharp. Was it, I mean, if you was it a dull pain, sharp pain, sticky pain? I mean, how would you describe? If you're it? in the ER, how would you describe? Describe. It started your pain? off sharp, and then it would just like ache, like you couldn't, like I couldn't lift my arm up. So like it was just like sharp attack? pain, and no, no, but the. <laughs> the, the reason I brought that up, it was, it was very interesting because one of the things that I was able, I was then started to record him with a camera. And one of the things that was very interesting that popped up, what it is exactly, I don't know, but I was recording him with his pain, trying to get him to you know talk about it on camera. And then you seen a orb, I guess you would call it, the mm-hmm. little speck of light. Dust. and usually i would think that but this and i'll I'll tell you why this i thought might be something different i seen it basically come off his shoulder slash Mm -hmm. chest area and it kind of comes up and it it moves differently it it definitely moved different kind of shot up and then across and was i mean in a faster pace and i followed it over so bug i I don't know just kidding but as soon as I seen that pop out of his That's chest he, slash shoulder, he, he stood up gone. and he's like, oh, I feel better now. Huh. So normally I wouldn't, you know, I'm not a big orb subscriber to things, mm-hmm. but because he was saying that he felt that way. And then all of a sudden, as soon as I see this little ball of light, just kind of move out and away from him, then he just stands up like nothing happens. Says, oh, I feel much better now. Hmm. Those are those types of things that, 
I look and say that mm, do those two things actually play a part together? Right. I don't know. I mean, but th- those that's how I like I said, I normally would say an orb is BS. It's a bug, it's dust, it's a pixie fart, whatever the case might be. <laughs> but because it <laughs> it appeared to have reaction with him that obviously he couldn't see. So I put a little bit more hmm into that yeah, one. Definitely. So before you were telling me about blue shirt. Have I told you this story? Let the so, listeners hear. So it. one of these experiences I had was probably my craziest. Well, no, not my craziest. I have a lot of crazy experiences. But um I just started shut up. I said um it said um no. a couple times. <laughs> I just started adding, telling my clients to make sure that they have something, especially if they're hoping it'll a certain loved one is going to reach out. Make sure they have something that either belonged to them or was given to them by that person, what have you. I think sometimes if I hold those or touch them, it kind of helps me connect a little bit more. Anyway, like a, like a trigger object. Yeah. So I told them, I told them this before I came. It was a home reading. So I did this at their home. It, there were three of them, two sisters and a mom. And I started this reading and I told you I do a lot of my random words, right? Mm-hmm. And I write stuff down and all I kept getting thought wise, blue shirt, blue shirt, blue shirt, blue shirt. And I kept saying it. I was like, why is, why is blue shirt significant? And they're all just looking at me around the table, looking at each other going, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And then finally we were, I started pinpointing. Okay. She's full. (laughs) It usually starts off that way. People are usually like, what the fuck is going on? And then usually by the end of it, a whole different story. But I started pinpointing down this male who had passed, who was really good friends with one of the girls. And I look at her and I said, is this who you were hoping that would contact you and come through during your reading she goes yeah i was really hoping he would and i said well did you bring anything from him or what that was his and she goes and i was she was like yeah i was like can i hold it she goes yeah looked at me weird and i was like what the hell is going on she starts to take her shirt off she had clothes on underneath but she started to pull her shirt off and i was like what what the hell blue shirt Underneath? No, it, the shirt she was wearing was a blue shirt. I just, I mean, I wasn't making a connection that right. the one she was wearing was why it was significant. And it happened to be his shirt. That was so weird to me. And then that was what she needed to. And then everyone, <laughs> her mom and her sister were like, what the hell? Why didn't you say anything? She's like, I didn't realize that's what it was. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> yeah. So then we had the hot dog story. It was probably another weird one that I think is so funny just because, you know, something so silly meant so much. Now, another story that was extremely weird to me. I got I to gotta start by saying when I started doing readings, I thought it was going to be like rainbows and unicorns helping people feel better about their loved ones. And at the expense of me getting usually a headache by the end of the reading. Mm-hmm. Not much. I didn't think anything bad would be happening. I did not realize how emotionally tolling this is. I've had several suicides, several drug o- overdoses, and a lot of those things I experienced during my readings. So I had one. I started off the reading, and I was really, I could, it was so hard to figure out what the hell happened. The entire reading I was trying to, I figured out who it was. I figured out it was her mom. But the entire reading, I was back and forth about what happened, how it happened. All I kept saying was Klondike. Like Klondike bar. Ice cream. Right. And I was like, Klondike. She's like, you know, it's really weird. You are saying that. She said, I had an online reading, which don't get me started. I don't know how anybody can do an online reading for somebody. I have to be in the presence of you and whatever. But anyway, she said, I had this online reading with this woman. It was typing. It wasn't even like a video reading. And all she kept typing was, what would you do for a Klondike bar? And I was like, what the hell? So I'm continuing this reading. I keep grabbing my neck. I keep reaching for my water. 
I was like really struggling during the entire reading trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Finally, I figured it out and I was hesitant to say anything because I didn't want to be wrong. And she goes, just say it. You're not going to upset me. And I was like, okay. I was like, did she hang herself? And she said she did. And I was like, I think I figured it out. I don't know whether it was a commercial or she saw it with her eyes like in the freezer or something. The phrase, what would you do for a Klondike bar, triggered her to do it. She was mentally unstable. She was on a whole bunch of drugs. She had just gotten out of the hospital for it. It was the weirdest thing. So she wanted to climb Dyke Bar really bad. I, I I don't. It was just like the "what would you do" part triggered. So you hung. She hung herself for a Klondike. I don't want to say it like that. I don't want her to listen and be like I'm downplaying the significance of the situation. But it was, yeah, it was. Well, you totally said she was mentally. Bizarre. I mean, she was. She was mentally unstable, and she had just gotten out of. Whoa, sorry. She had just gotten out of the hospital, and they had just redone all of her drugs she was on different medications in case you heard the whoa sorry that was actually dropping stuff all over the <laughs> my ipad fell on spencer's the studio. <laughs> but that was so odd to me so it gives you a little bit of sense of physically what i feel and then some of those thoughts that i pick up on so if someone wanted to get a hold of you because they're interested, they're in the Ohio area, mm -hmm. they want to get a hold of you for a reading, what would they do? You can visit my website on spiritualrealmconsulting.net. I'm also on Facebook, Spiritual Realm Consulting. Shoot me a message. Email me at spiritualrealmconsulting at gmail.com. There you go. There you go. I'll Got set it up. There for you. I do have an office in Northside. Um, I do home or office readings. Just shoot me a message. We'll set it up. So around the Thanks, Cincinnati. Matt. Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky. Some Dayton. I'd prefer if you came to me <laughs> if you're a Dayton. Right. But yeah. So if you wanted to have Ashley, give it a shot and see how well she can do. That's the way to get a hold mm -hmm. of her. Then you can let us all know during, <laughs> uh, so we can talk about on the podcast. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down how well she did. Not to put any pressure on Ashley. No pressure. No pressure. No pressure whatsoever. at all. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up, since we got that plug in there for you, it's going to wrap yeah, up thanks. this episode, no problem. Spencer, what you learned? That this was an extraordinary episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> there you go. Never know what you're going to learn here on the Extraordinary Files podcast. But if you guys could do us a huge favor, if you could like, subscribe, give us a thumbs up five stars, whatever it is that you like to do, give us some reviews. We'd greatly appreciate it. We're going to be launching on Mondays, Mondays early morning. You can catch us every early Monday morning. You can listen to us <laughs> on the way to work. That's where you can find us. You're going to say that five times, aren't you? So they all know when and where <laughs> to find it. Monday morning. mornings, early mornings is when it comes out. My name is Matt, here with Ashley, Spencer, and Ted. And we're going to wrap up another episode. We'll see you guys next week. And we're going to do it all over again. And we'll see if Hannah's back by next she week. She should be. Well, who knows what will happen between here and there. She's thumbing, she's thumbing from Mexico, so she might. Lord, who knows? Never Have a... know what happens in Mexico. What stays in Mexico. What happens in Mexico stays in Mexico. Hmm. Hopefully she'll tell us a little bit more of what happens. Hopefully, yeah. Stories. yeah. All right, we're out of here. We'll do it all again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.